word of the Lord to come to you again. My name, once again, is Pastor Crump of the Door Faith Christian Church in Pontiac, Michigan, where we preach the gospel of Christ or the gospel of grace, where we believe in the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ, that Christ has already died, buried, and raised again from the dead, and the work has already been finished. You hear so many people telling you uh, you can be saved with your works. You cannot be saved by works. You can't be saved by something you did. By grace you are saved, Ephesians 2, 8. That's not of yourself. It's the gift of God. It's free. Salvation is a free gift. Well, let's get right into God's Word. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. I'm going to read, read in the first five verses. Then we're going to go to verse number 10. And then we're going to jump into this, this word of the Lord today. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1, And I, brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness. I was with you in fear and much trembling. My preaching and my... Uh, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Is your faith in the power of God? Well, the Bible told us in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ is the power of God. So is your faith... In the gospel of Christ, Christ's death, bed, and resurrection? Or is it in the wisdom of men? So also in verse number 10, but God has revealed them unto us, Paul says, by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Now, what we want to do today is we want to go right into our message today in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, and we're going to look at a couple of verses there because we've got to move on. A person said to me, he said, well, I already seen the 9 o'clock services, so Pastor, I don't have to watch the, the second service because you preach the same thing, don't you? I told them, I said, we preach series. Right now, we have already taught 18 tapes before this morning on the revealed word. I just read to you verse 10. Verse 10 showed you that the word of God had already been revealed. We're not preaching a manifested word, a word you can church, a Jesus you can church and feel. We are teaching you a Jesus that has been revealed to you. He's still the word of God. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. All right, so we're going to be going to our second, our First Thessalonians again, and... Oh, 2 Thessalonians, sorry, 2 Thessalonians first, and let's do that, 2 Thessalonians, we want to look at uh, uh, verse number 3, we're just going to read that, 3 through 10, that's going to be our, where we're going to get our subject from again, because there's a lot of information I want to get you. We are bound to give thanks to God always, brethren, it is meet because, as it is meet because your faith groweth exceedingly. And the charity of every one of you toward each other abounded. So that we ourselves glory in you, watch this, in the churches of God. You have to understand we are dealing with the churches of God now. We're not dealing with the body of Christ. We're dealing with the churches of God. And verse number four once again. In the churches of God for your patience and your faith and all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure which is the manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be counted, may be counted, may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which also you suffer. And verse number six says, Sin is a righteous thing to God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. Paul is talking to the church of God. And flame and fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God. And that obey not the gospel of our Lord. Now that's the verse we're dealing with. The vengeance came, the wrath came, 
Number one, to them that know not God, and we told you that was the Gentiles, and we gave you the verse for that, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 5, and then we also gave you another verse to show you a backup. Those that know not God. But now we says the second one is those who do not obey the gospel. Now that's where Israel, they did not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm going to continue on that today. They, God said they shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, which he shall come, when he shall come, talk to the Jews, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints. Saints are not Gentiles, or not the body of Christ. Saints are the churches of God. And to be admired in all of them that believe, because our testimony among you was believing that day. So we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you now once again uh, for the gospel of Christ, the gospel of grace. Thank you for your finished work. So we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. Now, minister your grace to our hearts. Open some of our hearts so we can understand and see that the work has already been finished and we are not saved by works. After we are saved, we are saved unto good works. But we give you all the praise now and the glory and honor. Thank you for your righteousness, your justification, your sanctification. Thank you for your son. Thank you for the blood of your son, Christ Jesus our Lord, we pray. Amen. All right, now what I want to do today is I want to show you in 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter number 1, it talks about in flame and fire. When Jesus came, he came in flame and fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God. And that obeyed not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm teaching today in why the wrath of God came upon Israel. Why the wrath of God came upon Israel. He just got through telling you. He came upon two people. Those Gentiles that knew not God. And those Jews who uh, obeyed not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now. We know history tells us, if you understand the Bible, that there were 12 tribes of Israel, but only two tribes followed Jesus during his ministry. And the 10 tribes rebelled against Christ. But that's another thing. You who love the study, that's something to go with that. Now, we're going to uh, give you one verse in Romans chapter 2. Remember, I'm just recapping, getting right to my new part of my message but I'm just trying to make sure you understand. Look in Romans chapter 2. Uh, we're going to look at one verse. And Romans chapter 2 shows you what happened here. In Romans chapter number 2, uh, Romans, the book of Romans, chapter number 2. I'm going to it now. From the book of Romans, chapter number 2. Gave us the information we needed. And verse number six, who will render to every man according to his deeds. Remember, according to his works. You, you are not saved by works. All right. But that's why the judgment came on them uh, to render to every man according to his works. But it also showed them that they did not obey the truth. And verse eight says, but unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth. They do not obey the truth. And that word obey the truth means they did not believe the gospel. And that's why I took you to the book of Acts. Uh, let's go back to Acts chapter 13. We're just catching up here because I got some new information. I always give you new information on the second service that I did not give you the first service. In the book of Acts chapter 13, we look at two verses, and that's verse 26. Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, talking about Jews. And to, you, and to whosoever fears God. To you is the word of this salvation sent. God sent the Jews salvation. What are they going to do with it? They rejected it. Now, that's why the wrath came. I'm going to show you in the word of God. That's why the wrath came. Because God sent his salvation. Now remember, the same thing happened uh, in, in, in Moses' ministry, it happened in Jesus' ministry. Once God sent them Jesus Christ, what did they do with Jesus Christ? They killed him, crucified him. Now God turned around and sent them the word, sent them the gospel. 
Matter of fact, they was preached, a lot of was preached the gospel of the kingdom and the gospel of grace by Paul. They neither believe any. See, so that's why the wrath of God has come upon them. Now, my point is, let's not make the same mistake today trying to prove ourselves right with God. Because I'm going to show you what happens when that happened. Let me, let me show you what happened. Let's go to the book of 1 John. This is what 1 John told Israel. What happens when the gospel is preached to you and you don't believe it? See, people rather believe their denomination and their religion before believing the word of God. This is the only gospel in, in this Bible that will save your soul is the gospel of Christ. Preaching Christ, death, burial, and resurrection for your salvation is the only gospel that will save your soul. All right? Now, in 1 John chapter 5, I want to read this because this is, this is awesome. Now, remember, John wrote to the Jews believer, the church of God. So he told them in verse number 7, he said, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. These three agree in one. If we receive, didn't tell you that to do anything. This was on the John to the church of God. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which God has testified of his Son. Now, this is why the wrath of God came upon them. God had testified of his son. Remember, there were four witnesses, and the father testified of the son. He was one of the witnesses. John the Baptist was one of the witnesses. The father was one of the witnesses. The scripture was one of the witnesses. Remember, Jesus said, search the scripture. In them you think you have eternal life, but they are they that testify of me. So these were witnesses. Now, here the father come and witness of his son, and yet they did not believe it. Let's see what they did. Because this is what you are doing when you don't receive the gospel of Christ or the gospel of grace. Oh, that's just something that they preach over. They're giving people license to sin. Really? You know, a person showed me uh, this morning that people don't think you can receive the Holy Spirit unless you're good enough. Well, let me tell you how you receive the Holy Spirit in my church, they say. Once you get that stuff out your heart, and then the Lord can come in. Once you get that stuff out your heart, you can't have that stuff in your heart. Listen, sir, listen, you don't understand salvation. Salvation you have nothing to do with. It's all done of God. If you could be good enough so the Holy Ghost can come in, then you wouldn't need God. This is the same reason that Israel went into wrath, fell into the wrath of God, because they thought they could get good enough. You can't wash yourself off with water baptism and get good enough for God, Holy Ghost, to come live in you. You cannot eat enough communion, bread, and Passover for the whole. If you could, the Jews would have been saved. They ate Passover more than we did, but that didn't save them. There's only one Savior. His name is Jesus, whom God made both Lord and Christ. All right, now, in 1 John chapter 5, watch what it says. God has testified in verse 9 of his son. Remember, God has testified of his son. God said, this is my son in whom I will please. God said, this is my son in whom I will please hear him. And then he told Israel, he that believeth on the son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God has made God a liar. Wait a minute. I thought it just, I didn't believe and it's done. No, 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 no. When Israel did not believe that Jesus is the Christ, they called the Father a liar. Because this was the Father who said, This is my Son in whom I'm well pleased. And yet Israel did not believe that Jesus was the Christ. So what did they do? They called God a liar. Now, watch what this says now. It says in John, 1 John 5, in verse 10, He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness of himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record. 
that God gave of his son. Now, the gospel of grace is the record of the Holy Spirit. See, it's an awesome thing when you blaspheme the Father, the Son, and then the Holy Ghost. See, that's what these people did. See, blaspheme against the Holy Ghost, you don't have anything left. It's the Holy Spirit who testified of his Son. Just like the Father testified of his Son. Just like John the Baptist testified of God's Son. Just like the Scripture testified of God's Son. I'm going to show you in the Word of God when I go to Matthew 24, that's what the gospel of the kingdom was to them, a witness against them. And yet, they rejected God's Son. Just like today, people are rejecting the gospel of Christ for salvation. Oh, no, Pastor, all we got to do is be baptized in water in Jesus' name. Oh, we just got to be baptized. Son, sir, you know, I'm not trying to put my credentials on the line. But out of 40 years, I have found out that is not the truth. See, and then people say, well, all you got to do is confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you shall be, listen what you're saying. You shall be saved. No, 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 no. Listen, salvation is by grace you are saved. Salvation happened 2,000 years ago. God sent his son 2,000 years ago and died on the cross and saved all mankind. Now all you can do is have somebody to preach it to you today and then you receive by believing it. And then the Holy Spirit comes into your heart. Not like folk are telling you, well, all you need to do is just get your heart right with God and then the Holy Ghost will come in. You get your heart right with God and then the Holy Ghost come in. Think about what you're saying. Sir, listen, you can't get your heart right with God. There's not enough for whatever you're using to cleanse your heart. Let me tell you what God did. When God saved me, he gave me a new heart. Not wash out the old one. Didn't you hear him say you got to put new wine into a new wineskin? If he told you he put new wine in the old wineskin, it's going to burst the bottle. See, you, 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 you've been deceived. You need to get back in your word because you believe in your tradition and religion and not the word of God. So in 1 John chapter 5, verse 10, once again, says, He that believed on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God has made God a liar because he has not believed the record God gave his Son. This is a record that God gave of his Son that God has given to us eternal life. Talking to the Jewish believer. He gave them eternal life, and this life was in his son. So how was God going to get the life to them? He that hath the son has life. He that hath not the son of God hath not life. These things have I written to you that believe, this is how they were saved, they had to believe on the name of the son of God. Well, what was the name? Jesus. That was the name. So you read Acts chapter number 4. Let's go back there, Acts 4.12. We headed to the message. Acts 4.12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other. There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. We're going to go from there to Acts 16.31. So they were saved by believing in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. They were saved by believing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's not your salvation. Your salvation is in the name of Christ. He that named it the name of Christ. Let him depart from iniquity. All right? Now, let's show you one more. Acts chapter 16, verse 31. Headed to my message. Acts chapter 16. This is where a whole lot of people believe that they have been saved by believing this verse. Acts 16 and verse 30. And they brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do, watch this, to be saved? Listen, the first part of the verse, if you listen to what it says, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Now this is the same thing that they are teaching you in Thessalonians to the Jewish believer. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, watch this, and thou shalt be saved. Wait a minute, shall be? He's talking about from the wrath to come. Let's back back and let's show you where this came from. Let's go back to Matthew chapter number three. You know, I never forget a pastor older than I was. I've been in ministry 40 years. This, I've been pastoring 35 years. This pastor said to me one day, he said, Pastor Crump, let me say something to you. He said, don't spend a lot of your time trying to teach folk. Because a lot of them not saved. I said, well, I understand that. He said, this is why I'm telling you, Pastor. Because first of all, if they're not saved, they don't have the faith to believe what you're saying. See, you don't get the faith to believe what I'm saying until you believe the gospel of Christ. Let me say that again, because hopefully if the Lord allow me to, I'm going to be teaching this on this line next week about faith. We've heard faith taught wrong. Because the faith we've been hearing is just people believe for things. You know, just confess with your mouth, believe your heart for things, and you'll get it. Ask God for things, and you'll get it. That's not the faith that God's talking about. So what I need to do next week, I'm going to have to help the body of Christ clear this up. Hope you'll be listening. All right. Now, but if you're born of the spirit of a living God, then God has given you his faith. Listen, you can't believe God's word if you don't have God's faith. So God gave you his faith so you can believe his word. You can't believe the word of God until God give you his faith. What an awesome thing. All right, now, in Matthew chapter number 3 and verse number 7, but I want to start reading verse 1. Now, this was John the Baptist, uh, John the Baptist ministry. John the Baptist preached to the Jews, Israel. Uh, I'm, I'm going to show you that quickly. I was in, I was in uh, Acts chapter 13. Let me show you one verse. I'm going to read uh, Matthew for you, but I want to show you who John's preaching to. Because, see, what happened is people are taking the, the book of Acts and try to preach that to the body of Christ. Listen, the Bible did not start the new covenant until the book of Romans. Let me say it again. The Bible did not start the New Testament until the book of Romans. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John was to the Jewish believer through a transition from the fulfillment of Jesus. Jesus came and fulfilled the old covenant, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then the book of Acts is a transition book from law to grace. Write that down. But the book of Romans is where the new covenant began. That's why it's your doctrine for salvation, for righteousness. All right, so Acts chapter 13 and verse 24. Watch what Paul going to tell them. When John, Acts 13, 24, you got your Bible. When John had first preached... Before his coming, what did you preach, John? The baptism of repentance. Now, John, who did you preach this to? To all the people of Israel. Let me read it again. When John had first preached before his coming, the baptism of repentance to all Israel, all the people of Israel. Now, watch what people are preaching today. I'm going to go to the, chapter 2. And I'm going to show you what people are preaching today. Same thing. But they're not preaching to the children of Israel no more. They're preaching it now to the body of Christ to get people saved. So in Acts chapter number 2 and verse number 36, we're going to wait till you get there. In Acts chapter 2 verse 36, watch what it says. Let all the house of Israel know surely that God has made that same Jesus whom you crucified both Lord and Christ. He's both now. He's Lord and he Christ. Now when they heard this, when Israel heard this, Peter is preaching to Jews. 
Let all the house of Israel, verse 36, let all the house of Israel know. This is not to the body of Christ. Let all the house of Israel know, for surely that God has made that same Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and they said to Peter, Peter was not your apostle. The apostle Paul was your apostle. Let me show you that quickly. Quickly, so much stuff. Romans chapter number 11, verse 13. Let me just show it to you. Won't take a moment. Just write them down. Romans chapter 11. Told you who your apostle is. Romans chapter 11 and verse 13. I speak to you Gentiles. In this merch, I am the apostle of the Gentiles. I am the apostle of the Gentiles. Now, now, I won't bother that. I just let that. If you're an apostle, praise God for you. But Paul is an apostle to the Gentiles. God sent the apostle Paul to the Gentiles. So when you say you're an apostle, that means God sent you. I won't leave that alone. But let's move on. You can be whoever you want to be. That's between you and the Lord. Okay? But make sure you are who you say you are. All right. Now, I read to you in, in Matthew, I gave you uh, Acts chapter number 2. That's what we're reading now. When they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts, and they said to Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Well, did that word again. What shall we do? Remember Acts 16, 31? Told them what they had to do. They had to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shall be saved. Well, shall be saved is not salvation. You believe the gospel of the kingdom, you shall have eternal life. But that's not meaning you got it. Then Peter saith to them, repent. Now this is what people are preaching to you today. 2,000 years later. Repent and be baptized. Now he just pre told you to preach to the Jewish believer. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you, watch this, in the name of Jesus Christ. For what reason? For the remission of sin. Why are you baptizing that man? For the remission of sins. Why are you baptizing that man? For the remission of sins. Well, what are you going to do with 1 Corinthians chapter 15 when Paul said Christ died for our sins? See, you believe in Christ died for our sins, or you believe water baptism is going to be done to wash away your sins. Now, I'm not a very, you know, when you come down, you know, and I have some areas for things I have fallen short in. But, you know, you can't wash away sin with water. You know, I thought I ought to be, because if you could wash away man's sin with water, then John the Baptist should not have been killed. They washed away their sin. It was, they was, he was baptizing them for the remission of sins. And yet God sent the Apostle Paul to preach Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. But that is what the Lord told them under the gospel of the kingdom. I'm going to show you that. Then Peter said to them, them Jews, Peter was not your apostle. Peter said to them Jews, every one of you, repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And watch what he says. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If, if you repent, be baptized in water in Jesus' name, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, if you believe in that, then you'll not believe in Ephesians 1, 13. Now, once you get into the new covenant, this is not just to the Jewish believer. Watch what it's going to tell you. It says in Ephesians 1, 13, in whom also after you trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after you believed, after you believe the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. 
which is the earnest of our inheritance. Now, you got to make a decision because if you believe in water baptism and you got to repent, be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sin, then you have not, never received the Holy Spirit. You have never received the gospel of Christ. You have never received. See, this is what happened while the wrath of God came upon Israel. They made God out of a liar. See, God already gave you the word. That's why God said, let God be true and every man a liar. So either you're going to believe what God says or you're going to believe your denomination or your religion or your tradition and die and go to hell. What are you going to prove? You was right. No, there's only one right and that's God. All right, now let's go to work. But in Matthew chapter number 3, John preached the message, the gospel of the kingdom. He said, repent to the Jewish believer, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, now what does it mean to repent? Let me show you what it means. Go to Luke 16, 16. Because when the Lord came, they had to change their mind. See, if you've been believing something to be saved, then the repent is to change the way you think now. Otherwise, you can't believe like you used to believe and get this from God. You can't believe that and then receive this from the Lord. You see, you got, you got to believe right. That's why Romans 12 talks about the renewing of the mind. Now, in Luke 16 and 16, the law and the prophet, now this is why John came preaching the gospel and told Israel to repent. Change your mind, because the law and the prophets were unto John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached. So John said, listen, you got to change your mind. I know you've been believing uh, in water baptism, but now the kingdom of God is preached. Listen, my ministry is over. Now, Jesus' ministry started. Well, Jesus is not preaching the same thing John preached. Let's go see. John told them the law and the prophets were to John. That's what Jesus said in Luke 16, 16. Unto John, and then since that time, the kingdom of God is preached. And every man presses into it. Now, watch, watch what John preached. John preached the baptism of repentance to all Israel. Acts 13, 24. What did Jesus preach? I'm glad you asked. You're right there in Matthew chapter number 3. Let's go to chapter 4. Matthew 4 and verse 23. What did Jesus preach? Jesus went about Galilee teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. That's why God said through John the Baptist, tell Israel to repent, change their mind. I've been baptized you in water, but there's another cometh after me whose shoes I'm not worthy to lash up or loose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost with fire. Otherwise, listen, water baptism ministry is about over. You're going to need to receive the Holy Spirit through another man now, and that's Jesus Christ. So that's what he was saying. But, but he was going to preach the gospel of the kingdom to them. Now, which one did they supposed to believe? Follow John, water baptism, or go follow Jesus Christ, who's preaching the gospel of the kingdom? Let me say it again. Which one they were supposed to follow? John the Baptist, because he was preaching the baptism of repentance to all Israel. When John was captured... John was put in a dungeon. John's head was cut off. John said to the people who follow him, follow Jesus now. Don't you know the same, same disciple that used to follow John the Baptist began to follow Jesus? Why would they do that? Because Jesus was preaching a different message. Jesus was preaching the gospel of the kingdom message. Well, what happened when Paul came? Let me show it to you. Acts chapter number 20. Acts chapter 20. See, so when Paul came, the message is going to change. This is what people fail to realize. 
Once Paul came, the message changed. So in Acts chapter number 20, we're going to look at this. Paul is testifying. We're going to go all the way back to uh, verse 20. We're in Acts chapter 20 and verse 20. And now I kept, and now I kept back nothing that was profitable to you, but I have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house. Testifying. I've been testifying to you both to the Jews, also to the Greek. I preach repentance towards God. I preach faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't forget those two words. That's what Paul said he preached. He preached two things. He preached repentance towards God. He preached faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to take you and show you that in Hebrew chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. Write that down if I don't get there. Hebrew chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. He said, I, I preach past tense. Repentance towards God, I preach faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. And now behold, I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the thing that shall befall me there. Say that the Holy Ghost witnesses, now the Holy Ghost is witnessing now. The Holy Ghost is witnessing. In every city saying that bonds and afflictions abide in me. But none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear to myself that I might finish my court. Did he finish it? Yeah. That's why we had Timothy where he says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. None of these things move me. Neither count I my life dealing to myself that I might finish my course with joy. And then he's going to say something. And the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus. The ministry. Well, what ministry that you receive, Paul? To testify the gospel of the grace of God. Don't wait. Don't drop your cup. None of these things move me, Paul said. Neither count I my life dear to myself that I might finish my course. With joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus Christ to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Paul said, listen, I got to go and testify the gospel of the grace of God. And watch verse number 25. And now behold, I know you all among whom I have, past tense, I have gone preaching. What have you been preaching, Paul? I've been preaching the kingdom of God. I've been preaching the kingdom of God. I got to go and preach this gospel of grace. You're not going to see my face no more. So that's why you got to understand, every time that word repent means, they have to change their mind. Because now here come another, another man on the scene. John the Baptist came, preached the, gospel, preached the baptism of repentance. Changed your mind. Well, that means that the law had ended. The prophet had ended when John came. But when John died, Jesus came on the scene, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And now here comes Jesus. He died, buried and rose again from the dead. And he met Paul on the road to Damascus. And he gave Paul the, well, let's, let's, just, let's just go in, let's go back and see. Let's go to Galatia. Let's see what he gave him. Galatia chapter, see, you just got to know the book. You just can't guess, guess this stuff. Let's go back and see the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul, you start off Galatia. Let, let, me, let, me, let me just show you something. See, in Galatia, let's start off with verse 1. Galatia 1 and 1. Paul, an apostle, not a man, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. Now, is that your testimony? See, to be an apostle, you're an apostle not by man, but you're an apostle by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And he's going to say, look, all brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia, grace be to you in peace. Grace be to you in peace. That's his message. From God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Who gave himself. Now what? This is his message. Christ gave himself for our sins. Wait, wait, hold it, hold it. If you are baptized in water, remission of sin, during the days of John the Baptist, that was okay. Repent, be baptized for the remission of sin. But here come... The Apostle Paul preaching, Christ gave himself for our sins. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay here with the water baptism and die and go to hell? Or are you going to move on up and say Christ died for our sins? Because the message changed. From John the Baptist, prophecy was over. 
the prophets was over. Now the law was over because John came. Now John dies. Jesus picks up the mantle. Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. Now Jesus dies. Here comes the apostle Paul preaching the gospel of grace. And so what are you going to do? You're going to stay way back there and preach the, uh, uh, that's what people are doing. They stand way back there 2,000 years ago and they said, no, we're going to preach repent. And you got some said, no, we're going to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Listen, the message changed. Paul preached the gospel of the kingdom also to the Jewish believer. But now he preached the gospel of Christ or the gospel of grace to the Gentiles and all that will believe. All right, Galatians chapter 1 and verse 4. Christ gave, his, gave himself for our sins. Why? That he might deliver us from this present evil world or according to the will of God and our Father, to him be glory forever and ever. Now watch verse 6. This is awesome. Paul is going to say to the Galatians, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that call you. Now you got to understand something. You might not come because you're rebellious. So you might not come, but it doesn't mean God didn't call you. See, many are called, few are chosen. So God called you to be saved. God called you by the gospel that I'm preaching to come and have fellowship with his son, to come and be in his family. He called you. See, we are so busy saying God sent me, we have forgotten that first he had to call you. You got to make sure you call. Make your calling an election sure, Peter told Israel. If you do these things, you'll never fall. Make sure God called you. And make sure you have answered the call. Well, what did he call me at, Pastor? Here it is. Paul said in Galatians 1 and 6, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you, don't drop your cup, into the grace of Christ. Wait a minute. He called me into the grace? Yeah, but you're still preaching water baptism to be saved. You're still preaching repentance to be saved. You still got to get your heart clean out. God gave you the Holy Ghost. See, you're not preaching grace. You can't preach grace, watch it, unless you have received grace. If a person hasn't received grace, they can't preach grace. You, don't, you haven't experienced grace yourself? That's what I'm going to show you about this man. Why Paul preached grace? Because Paul received the grace of God. Watch this. I marvel, Galatians 1 and 6, that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Paul said, which is not another, but there'll be some that trouble you and will pervert. Pervert what, Paul? The gospel of Christ. See, the gospel of Christ is the gospel of grace. He said, but though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel, any other gospel. Oh, what an awesome thing. Unto you than that which we have preached to you. If anybody preach anything different than what we preach to you, let him be accursed. Paul said, as we said before, say now again, if any man preach any other gospel to you, then that you have received, let him be accursed. Paul said, do I persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men, or if I seek to please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. This is not religion tradition of man. For I neither received it from man, neither was I taught it. But I was taught it by the revelation, no drop your cup. I was taught it by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Otherwise, he has the revelation. That's why I started out in 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, verse 10. God gave Paul the revelation. But let me show you something. He says in verse number... 13, for you have heard of my conversation. Watch this. In time past. This was when I was in the Jews' religion. How that beyond measure. I persecuted, watch this, the church of God. Those were Jews. 
I persecuted the church of God. Remember, I was on my way to Damascus. And I wasted it. And I profited in the Jews' religion. Isn't there something? You persecuted the church of God, and they rewarded you. You profited in the Jews' religion above many my equal in my nation. Being more exceedingly zealous, watch this, of the tradition of my fathers. That's where I was. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, again, how did God call you? By his grace, where his gospel is the gospel of grace. He called you by his gospel. He called you by his grace. Why did God call you by the gospel of Christ? Why did he call you by the gospel of Christ? He called you because he wants to reveal. Don't drop your cup. He wants to reveal. What is he doing? He wants to reveal his son in you. Wait a minute. Why do God need to reveal his son in me? That I might preach among the heathens. See, you can't preach this gospel until Christ's been revealed in you. You have to have the revelation of Jesus Christ in you before you can preach it. To reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathens immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Listen, he said, I didn't go up to Jerusalem to them that was apostle before me. I went to Arabia. I went, I went to Damascus. And we know that. But he said, then after three years, I went to Jerusalem to see Peter. And I was there for 15 days. But of the other apostles, I saw none save James, the Lord's brother. Now the thing which I write to you, behold, before God I lie not. Afterwards, I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia and was unknown by faith, watch this, to the churches of Judea. Now the churches of Judea, the, churches, the church of God is the churches of Judea. Those were Jews. He says, and was not unknown by the faces of the churches of Judea, which was in Christ. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in time past. We talked about back then Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 8, where you persecute Stephen's, persecuted the church of God. He says, but they heard only that he which persecuted us in time past now preaches, watch this, the faith which he wants destroyed. Well, the only faith that he wants destroyed was the gospel of the kingdom that was preached to the Jews. That's what they was preaching. The gospel of Christ or the gospel of grace came through the apostle Paul. All right, let's get busy. We got another 10 minutes. I got a lot of stuff to share with you. Uh, and I know that you're ready to receive it. Now, I want to get back to a couple of these churches. Let's go back to, to uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 2. Because I want to show you that Thessalonians has some people who receive the word of God. But there were some they wouldn't receive. That's why the wrath of God came upon Israel. All right? I didn't say the wrath of God came upon the church of God. The wrath of God came upon the children of Israel, the ten tribes who were rebelling against Israel, against, against uh, Jesus. All right? Now, now, to understand that, you have to understand David's ministry. See, two, two tribes follow David, ten tribes rebel against David. You have to understand understand what I'm saying. So in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 2, and let's show you, they're going to receive the word of God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, chapter 1, I'm sorry, verse 2. We give thanks to God always, making mention of you in my prayers. Remember without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love and patience and hope. In our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of God and our Father, knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God. For our gospel came not to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance, as you know what manner of man you, we were among you for your sake. And you became followers. Watch what he's going to tell them. You became followers of us and of the Lord. You became followers of us and of the Lord have received the word and much afflictions. Well, they, they followed the churches of God. We showed you that. 
you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction and with joy in the Holy Ghost, so that you were examples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. For from you sounded the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God would is spread abroad so that you need not to speak anything. For they themselves show us what manner entered in we had unto you and how you turned to God and turned from idols to serve the living and the true God and to wait for his son. We're talking about 2,000 years ago. Wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead. Even Jesus, which delivered us See, remember, he's telling this church, Thessalonians, God delivered us from the wrath to come. God delivered us from the wrath to come. God delivered us. Now, that's why I read to you in, the, in Matthew chapter 3. Let's show you quickly. We get back in Thessalonians. In Matthew chapter 3, and verse number 3. Matthew 3 and 3. Then when all Jerusalem and all Judea, remember who went there, Jerusalem, in Judea. And all the regions round about. And they were baptized of John in Jordan. Watch what they were doing. Confessing their sins. But when he saw men of the Pharisees and the Sadducees come to his baptism. John said to them, O generation of vipers. Now who are the generation of vipers? They are the children of Cain. You have to know this by the revelation of Genesis. That's why first John told you that Cain killed Abel. Abel, the type of Jesus Christ. Cain was a type of the children of Israel that rebelled against God. In those days, John the Baptist preached in the wilderness. He was preaching repentance. God was giving him a chance to be saved. But down in verse number 7, when he saw men of the Pharisees, Sadducees come to his baptism, he said to them, O generation of serpents, O generation of vipers, generation of Cain, who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Because the wrath was going to come on them to the uttermost. And then he said, Look, bring forth therefore fruits, meat for repentance. Well, what did they have to do? They had to be water baptized. If they would repent, then God would not allow them to be destroyed when the fire came that we talked about in Thessalonians. Do you think they would repent? You go all the way through the book of Revelation, every church, there's seven churches, every one God told them to repent. You think they repented? No. All right, now, let's go back now and to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 9. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 9. We just got a few moments here. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 9. This word is so good, I hope you're enjoying it. 1 Thessalonians. Why the wrath of God came on the children of Israel? 1 Thessalonians chapter number 2. Now we're going to start now at verse 9. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 9. For you remember, brothers, our labor, our travel, and our laboring night and day because we would not be chargeable unto any of you. We preach to you the gospel of God. Which is the gospel of the kingdom. You are witnesses. And God also, how holy and justly and unblameably we behave ourselves among you that believe. Paul is talking to the church. That's why Thessalonians is one of the oldest books A.D. 51 through 54, my Bible says. Some say A.D. 49 through 54. So God had, Paul had preached to these people. But he told them that, that God had delivered them from the wrath to come because they believed the gospel. All right, so he says in verse 9, we preach to you the gospel of God, your witnesses of God, and holy and justly, unblameable, we have behaved ourselves among you that believe. As you know how, we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as the Father does his children that you might walk worthy. This is what God wants from you when you are saved. Walk worthy of God who has called you unto his kingdom and glory. 
So when God called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, he called you out of your flesh into his spirit. He called you out of sin and death into the grace of God, in the very presence of God. Least you can do is walk worthy or the vocation wherewith you've been called. That word vocation is calling. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 2.13, but this call, for this cause also, thank we God without ceasing, because when you receive the word of God, these people receive the word. Which you heard of us, you receive it not as the word of men, but as it in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. For you brethren became followers, don't drop the cup, of the churches of God. Remember those who were Jewish believers in Thessalonians. You brethren became followers of God, followers of the churches of God, which is in Judea, which is in Judea, also in Christ. For you also have suffered the like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews, who both killed the Lord Jesus. This is what the Jews did to Christ. They killed the Lord Jesus. They killed their own prophets. They persecuted us, Paul says. They pleased not God. And they are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they might be saved. Wait a minute. I thought they were saved when they were water baptized. Wait a minute. John baptized him in water. Peter baptized him in water in Jesus' name. And yet they, they weren't saved. See, the thing about it is they were turning to God, but they wouldn't be saved until Paul preached the gospel. Watch what Paul says. Forbidding us, Paul, us, to speak to the Gentiles that they might be saved. Well, why would Paul have to preach to them before they can be saved? Why couldn't they be saved just baptizing them in water in Jesus' name, Paul? Well, Paul's going to tell us God did not send him to baptize. So how are you going to get him saved? Oh, hold your finger right there. Hold your finger. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1. See, if baptism was going to get him saved, then why didn't Paul baptize him with water? Well, Paul wasn't sent to baptize. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 12. Now, now I say, Paul talked to the church of Corinth, the church of the God. I say that every one of you says, I follow Paul. That's what he's saying. I'm a follower of Paul. I'm a follower of Apollos. I'm a follower of Peter. I'm a follower of Christ. Isn't that the same situation we got today? People saying, I'm a follower of Paul. Some say I'm a follower of Apollos. Some say I'm following Peter. Some say I'm following Christ. Listen, under Paul's ministry, he said, if you be led of the Spirit. Well, who are you following? Are you being led of the Spirit or are you just following somebody? Some people still following Peter, Apollos, Paul, Christ. Paul says Christ divided. Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? Paul said, I thank God I baptized none of you, but Christmas and Gaius. Does any who should say I baptized in my own name? I baptize also the household of Stephanus, besides I know not whether I baptize any. Christ sent me not. Listen what it says. Christ sent me not to baptize. Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ will be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which I say the cross is the power of God. Verse 21 says, For after that the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching, preaching Christ, preaching the cross, to save them that believe. Every head bowed. Every head bowed. The Bible told you how to be saved. If you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and believe that God buried him, raised him from the dead for our justification, you could be saved right now and receive the Holy Spirit right now. Repeat after me. I believe 
Jesus Christ died for my sins. Christ died for my sins. I believe he was buried. I believe God raised him from the dead. So, Father, I receive the Holy Spirit right now. Matter of fact, once I receive the Holy Spirit, now I become your son. And now, I'll be, now I'm an heir of all things in Christ Jesus. If you pray that prayer, call us sometime. Click us sometime on Facebook. Let us know you like you like that. Hope you join us next week at the same time. Thank you for listening to the Dora Faith Ministries podcast. I hope this message was a blessing to you and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a five star rating. Also, be sure to find us online at www.mydoorfaith.org. That's www.mydoorfaith.org.